From Islamic Finance News, the world's leading Islamic finance news provider, this is IFN Podcast. Hi, welcome to the IFN Podcast. I am Nisreen, the news editor at Islamic Finance News, and I'm your host today. Our guest in this episode is Fabrice Sussini, the CEO of the Saudi Real Estate Refinance Company, or the SRC, which was established in 2017 by the Public Investment Fund. One of the SRC's primary roles is to provide banks and real estate finance companies with liquidity or capital relief to grow the home financing sector and in turn increase home ownership in the kingdom. Thank you so much for joining us today, Fabrice. Thank you, Nasreen, for having me this morning. So we all know that the SRC is a regular Sukuk issuer and also a very active player in the Saudi Islamic finance market. Perhaps maybe to start off, perhaps you could share with us the overall strategy of the SRC, particularly in relation to the Islamic finance deals and initiatives that you have uh, maybe for the next uh, 12 to 18 months. Mm -hmm. For instance, how are the proceeds of Sukuk issuances utilized by the SRC? Anything else you want to share us with the strategy? Mm-hmm. Um, I would be tempted to say that the strategy SRC follows derives from its mission statement. Um, as you were reminding at the beginning of our discussion, SRC was created in 2017 in order to support the housing program through providing financial solutions, capital relief, balance sheet, and supporting elements de-risking originators and so on. In all these roles, uh, I would say SRC is an enabler, which is trying to provide solutions that will help primary originators, banks, as well as mortgage finance company, to keep originating mortgages with the purpose of giving access to the Saudi citizens to home ownership, in the bigger context of the housing program and the 70% homeownership, which is the target of the Vision 2030 as far as the housing program is concerned. So our role, as I said, is to be an enabler and therefore it's really trying to find all the solutions, all the propositions that will allow the primary originators to keep originating mortgages within keeping in mind the benefits for the final users, the citizen. And by that I mean keeping in mind that we need to make sure that mortgages are affordable and providing solutions and products that are adapted to the situations of the borrowers. So following up this mission statement, our strategy has been designed around making sure that we are approaching and engaging with all the primary originators without distinction. So any of them, as long as they are regulated by the central bank and therefore allowed to originate uh, products and mortgages, uh, have access to the refinancing solutions that SRC can provide to them. And therefore, the main um I would say follow up on these uh, solutions or concept of solutions that we are trying to provide is all about and articulated around, broadly speaking, liquidity. So very quickly, we have uh, devised our strategy 
alongside our objective to provide liquidity to the primary originator, which meant that very quickly we positioned ourselves on the debt capital market to be able to raise the liquidity, the means, the resources that would allow us to provide the funding that the primary originators were looking for. So when you were talking about our issuances, our role, and our, uh, let's say, um, uh, standing position on the Islamic finance side, it's really deriving from our uh, key objective, key strategy, providing liquidity. And uh, when it comes to real estate financing in Saudi Arabia, I'm not sure how official it is that all financing needs to be Islamic Islamic or Sharia compliant. Is this correct? Uh, that's a good question. I mean... As far as the products, the domestic products are concerned, they have at least, as far as we are concerned and what we look at, uh, meaning the scope of mortgage finance, they have to be uh, Sharia compliant. Now, as you know, when entities are funding themselves, they are not always relying or pushing the Sharia agenda. So some, some entities have issued conventional bonds. As far as SRC is concerned, we saw the uh, the issuance of uh, Sukuk products and therefore Sharia compliant products uh, articulated around, I would say, um, two or three principles. And um, first of all, the key element is a bit a matter of principle. Uh, the kingdom is the largest of financial Sharia. Uh, jurisdiction to a certain extent, the biggest market. Uh, secondly, because of the role we are playing, and I, I won't uh, elaborate furthermore on the, the, the specific, uh, let's say, uh, uh, role that the kingdom is playing in terms of uh, Sharia uh, compliance and uh, as, as the, the seat of the, the holy uh, cities and so on and so forth. But there is all this context that plays a role. On top of that, SRC is a company which, from its inception, wanted to be Sharia compliant. It's an entity which is private to a certain extent, but at the same time, uh, with a very specific governance, very close to the kingdom, with a specific board. Uh, with a, I would say that um, SRC is a tool of public policy. So somehow, somewhere, it represents the kingdom as well. And therefore, being Sharia compliant comes as a, almost in the DNA of SRC itself. Um, so there is a principle surrounding our willingness to be Sharia compliant. So that's, I would say, the in-principle rational why SRC has been and intends to keep issuing sukuks. There is a second element, which is a bit more technical, um, which is linked more to uh, the benefits that we can see uh, when you look at the uh, comparison between uh, Sukuk and conventional bonds. There are a couple of benefits in issuing Sukuks. So if I were forgetting for one second the in-principle elements I was uh, mentioning before, the reality is that in terms of optimum pricing, optimum liquidity and placement, uh, the Sukuk market brings a lot. I know that in terms of size is uh, at the moment smaller than the conventional market. 
but it comes with a couple of benefits that can't be dismissed easily. The, the spread at which you are issuing are slightly tighter than on the conventional market. And it therefore brings a second element of the, the benefits from the, from a technical point of view, because, because of the specific role we are playing and we see the benefit that we can attract or that we can derive or extract from our our access to capital market these are benefits that we can pass on to the borrowers the cheaper our cost of funding the cheaper the mortgages on the primary market so our game is not simply to target the cheapest possible way to fund ourselves just for the sake of increasing our margin for example but we target the cheapest possible options and solutions because it's part of our DNA and our mission statement. I was mentioning the affordability element. It's the way for us to make sure that mortgages remain as affordable, as cheap as possible for the borrowers. And therefore, in the Sukuk market coming with some benefits, there is a perfect alignment between the principle I was mentioning, the DNA of the company, the benefits that can be derived from the Sukuk market and its liquidity and characteristics for the borrower, the ultimate beneficiaries, I would say, of uh, the role played by uh, SRC. Therefore, we intend for all the products that we are working on and all the arrows we are putting in our quiver, we intend to, it's a priority for us to make sure that the product will be uh, Shia compliant. Excellent. Thank you for clarifying that. I wanted to ask you about uh, the, the plan that SRC has to issue its debut US dollar denominated Sukuk. Mm -mm. I have, I have two questions for this. I, uh, the first one is why the SRC decided to tap the dollars to cook market now and, and why now? Uh, and, you know, could you share with us any other details mm -hmm. uh, of the dollars to cook that's coming up? So issuing internationally is really striking a many chords, uh, I would say. First of all, Part of the mission of SRC, we were talking about the mortgage market, affordability, raising the bar, providing liquidity, and so on and so forth. I would say that's the asset side of our uh, objectives. There is also a liability side. Uh, SRC is embedded in the uh, uh, FSDP program, so we are trying to contribute to uh, the development of capital market and trying to contribute to the attractiveness of the kingdom for international investors. So there is an element there which is about using SRC as a vehicle to attract international investors. In. And with regard to this objective, we have a couple of uh, very positive characteristics, and I will come to that. The second reason why we go international is a matter of deconcentration. Um, we work on domestic assets, we refinance local uh, originators, domestic originators. It happens that when you are issuing in the domestic market, most of your investors, again, are domestic players. So there is a kind of, I would say, incestuous game. Uh, it's not strictly right because we have a guarantee attached to the sukuks we are issuing 
So when banks are selling us portfolio and buying Sukuks, it's not the same risk that they put back in their balance sheet. But at the end of the day, if you take one step back and you look at the position uh, from a liquidity point of view in the kingdom, it's right pocket, left pocket. The risk has changed. It's better for the banks, yes. But economically speaking, financially speaking, one pocket to another pocket. It starts becoming a bit a different game when the purchase of the Sukuks is done by international investors. Then you're attracting money, you're attracting funds from abroad that are recycled into the, the domestic market, the domestic economy. You are refinancing mortgages that are originated locally. So there is an element of um, deconcentration, I would say, and there is an element of uh, diversification of liquidity. So our objective, and it's important to bear in mind when we are targeting the international issuance and whatever we are doing in terms of liquidity and product, new product for refinancing, we are diversifying, we are not replacing. So whereas we will keep issuing uh, in the domestic market, we want to have one channel of liquidity, which is international issuance, and then we'll add another channel that will be structured product, or we may add another channel that could be domestic or international syndicated facility. All these elements will be uh, working in parallel, allowing us to tap the market in different shape and form, given the circumstances, the cost, the constraint, with always in mind to optimize the final cost, the final results for the end borrowers, the Saudi citizens who are contracting mortgages. So that's, that's one uh, element. Secondly, issuing internationally came at a point where a lot of work, and we need to give a lot of kudos to uh, NDMC and Ministry of Finance, who since 2016, 2015 have put the, the kingdom on the radar screen of the investors. So there has been a lot of work, a lot of very successful and remarkable issuances have taken place. But I would say that beyond the headlines is the fact that the kingdom is an obvious uh, contender when the investors are looking where they can put their money and so on. So there is, they put KSA on the agenda on the other, on the radar screen of, of, uh, the investors. So that's something we can start. We have capitalized on domestically. Time has come in terms of size for us, in terms of need of diversification to diversify towards the international market. On top of that, we have, uh, couple years ago, starting engaging with the rating agency. So the company is rated beyond the, the, the benefit of the guarantee that is attached to uh, the Sukuks we are issuing. The guarantee, the company is, is rated by uh, three rating agencies nowadays, uh, what I would call or qualify as a, on a standalone basis. So it's the credit risk issuing rating of the company without the benefit of the guarantee which sends a message and will give um, the company a lot of uh, visibility vis-a-vis -vis the investors. They can understand who we are, they can look at the details. We have over the past few years built our credibility in the market. We were a startup at the end of 2017. We have issued now close to uh, 18 billion SAR in the domestic market. We have uh, grown up our balance sheet quite significantly. 
So we build up the picture, the story, the foundations that could help us legitimately now on the basis of the elements I've mentioned before, call upon or try to draw the attention of the international uh, international investors. So it's a, it, it was a, build, a strategic buildup over time. And time is ripe now because of the size we have reached, because of the need to diversify a bit away from the domestic market. We can't keep growing and relying always on the same, let's say, uh, segment of investors. Uh, time has come. We've built credibility. I think we are in a very strong position today to start or to explain and engage as we have done in the past years on the non-deal, uh, I would say, roadshow basis to invite them and look at what we are doing. And then if we can convince them, put their money where their interest seems to lie. So it, the, the, the timing is the right one. Yes. And um, is this Sukuk going to be issued, do you think, anytime soon, like in the coming quarter? Yes. Uh, I know it has been a, a kind of uh, nasty uh, uh, <laughs> uh, chase, a monster, because it's something that was on our radar screen for the past two years, uh, where we were waiting and pushing to, to get it done. We had a couple of uh, technical elements to uh, uh, to sort out. It's really a matter of uh, weeks, and we expect that we will do our inaugural uh, issuance far before uh, year, year end. So our first will take place during the coming quarter. Yes. Excellent. We look forward to it. Well, my final question really involves the partnerships that the SRC mm-hmm. has been signing recently, and, and in particular with the Islamic banks in Saudi Arabia. But of course, I know um, Alinma Bank, Riyadh Bank, if you could share with us how these partnerships work to the benefit of the SRC strategy as well as to the banks. Okay, there are, if you want, there are two elements in our strategy. Um, I, I would say there is a kind of in principle uh, objective, which is to support the housing program, to support the development of the mortgage market, and not just for the sake of having more mortgages in the kingdom. Uh, the, the reason and the rationale behind it is uh, the ability for Saudi citizens to put uh, a roof above their heads. So the, the idea is be there, make sure that you can support the development of the market. So that's one part of the strategy. Now, the reality is we, would be, we could be in a situation where the market developed itself because liquidity is limitless, because capital is limitless, because risks are uh, uh, inexistent, that banks, who have whatever their numbers, primary originators, keep originating mortgages. So you could have a scenario where the mortgage market picks up, keep going, numbers are growing, more and more people own a home. We are on the path of reaching our target in terms of home ownership. Everybody is happy, but SRC is becoming irrelevant. That could have been one scenario. That could be one scenario. So our objective is as an enabler, we can't force things, but our objective uh, and our strategy is as an enabler of the development of the market is to be ready so that if there is any chip on the road that would prevent the originators 
to follow this kind of a rosy scenario I was depicting, we can address their constraints or their problems. And on that basis, they can keep originating. And that's where our, I would say, proactive uh, development, the engagement with the originators take place. So what do we do? We have developed product, we have developed processes, we have found and experimented and developed financing and funding solutions. All this is encapsulated into the different proposals of product that we are presenting to the banks with a view to tell them, guys, whatever happens in the market, you don't need us, that's fine. As long as you keep originating mortgages, uh, it's sad that we can't do anything with you, but at least you are pursuing the key and overarching objectives for the country. But let's assume that one day you start having some headaches with uh, your balance sheet, your risk, your capital consumption, your interest rate risk, uh, volume, and so on. We must be there. So we have developed different products that would address the different needs, strategy, constraints followed by the originator. And since the inception of the company, we engaged with uh, all of them, starting with a mortgage finance company, which were the smaller player in the market, and then expanding our reach out to all the banks up to the point, as you mentioned, we signed very significant portfolio transfers transfers with a couple of commercial banks in the kingdom. So the idea for us is we can't force them, but as an enabler, we need to make sure that we have a range of technical solutions that could allow them to address their technical, strategic, commercial, balance sheet-related issues whilst they want to keep originating mortgages. So hence, uh, we have, uh, with without recourse, we have a portfolio a transfer, we can otherwise provide liquidity. There are different solutions we have put in place. So we engage with uh, all those uh, players and with this and, and these um, primary mortgage originators to provide them with the solutions that will keep them originating mortgages without keeping the burden, without keeping the pain or without keeping the um, the issues that those portfolios are generating. And the second aspect, which is less visible vis-a-vis -vis the banks, is making sure that the solutions we are providing are aligned with the objective of the Ministry of Housing with the objective of the government in terms of supporting certain segments of the population, supporting the development of the mortgages, etc. So we are not there to, let's say, we help everybody, we help all originators. But of course, if you are well enough uh, and doing well enough to be able to buy a very pricey house, perhaps you don't need ultimately and indirectly the support of SRC. But if you are in the segment of the private sector, you're uh, part of those segments of customers that need to be helped, that's typically things we are taking care of. So when we provide solutions to the originators, solutions for their balance sheet, we try to make sure as well that those solutions are conducive of the objective of the government, making sure that we embed whatever elements 
that will support the expansion of the mortgage market for middle class, if you want, uh, potential borrowers, people working in the private sector, and so on and so forth. So what you saw is the tip of the iceberg, uh, the agreement we signed with a couple of banks, and we expect those agreements to keep going. It, they, they were not one-offs. Um, they were sometimes the start or a repeat of transactions that have taken place. And we will keep in our enabling role, we will keep supporting all the banks uh, that are regulated in the market to originate mortgages with at the back of our head, making sure that it is conducive of affordability. It helps the uh, uh, the reaching out of all the segment of the customers, all the segment of the citizens that are supported by the government. Excellent. Thank you so much for that, Fabrice. I have no more questions. I think that's our time for today. I'd like to thank you once again for spending some time with us. You're most welcome. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on the Islamic finance industry, log on to www.islamicfinancenews.com. You can also listen to IFN Podcast on your favorite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.